Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the DC Sports Brain Trust. I am your host and moderator, Varun, joined, as always, by three of my good friends and the best damn sports analysts around, Chris, Nick, and Rahul. Gentlemen, how are you all doing today? Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to the DC Sports Brain Trust. I am your host and moderator, Varun, joined, as always, by three of my good friends and the best damn sports analysts around, Chris, Nick, and Rahul. Gentlemen, how are you all doing today? Can't wait. Let's do this thing. Diving, oh diving right in. Can't We're going to s- dive why, why do we always dive into everything? We could like take a leech into it. Sliding, sliding right into the first topic. Sliding yeah. into DMs of this podcast. Let's or rather, <laughs> or rather, should I say, skating into the first topic. We're going to open up with hockey. Get it? Because they skate. Yes. Really? That's what they do in hockey? I never knew. Honestly, okay. honestly, I thought they army crawled until like three years ago. <laughs> they anyway. actually crab walk. <laughs> anyway, the NHL is back on the ice. 24 teams are going to resume the season and the postseason as the NHL Players Association and the NHL have reached an agreement. Clap it up, baby. Hockey's back. Let's go. Chris, why don't you go a little more into the details of uh, of of the uh, agreement and the situation surrounding it? Uh, what what agreement? Like the uh, well, CBA, the, the CBA agreement, the CBA, the CBA, or the postseason return to play agreement? Let's start with the CBA extension. Uh I mean, not much changed. Um, this is going swimmingly. <laughs> I don't know much about the CBA. (laughs) That's fine. How about this? One thing we can call out is that the player owner escrow is at a flat 20%. And the escrow is designed to maintain a 50-50 revenue split between the owners and the players. Kind of a kind of an interesting uh, perspective on this one. Is it, is it just because and Chris, I'm going to default to you since you are (laughs) since you're the main hockey guy here. Um, I'm honored. I get two sports. Wow. Oh man, uh, is is the escrow like the fifty fifty revenue split? Is the reasoning behind this is because there's less money in hockey, or is there another uh, reason? I mean, I'm assuming it's just like they've had it that way for a long time, and uh, I mean the players have deserved more money um, for a solid amount. So the fact that they're increasing it probably makes a lot of sense, especially because NHL is far and away the the cheapest per player to pay. Um, even the stars don't get nearly as much as the other sports do. So it makes sense to give them some extra money, especially when hockey is arguably the, the toughest sport to play in the first place on your body. This is, this is true. It's a very, very physical sport more so than some of the Why other Why do you ones. think that is the case that there isn't that much money invested in hockey, despite multiple countries having stars in hockey? Uh, I think it's just not as popular in America um, as the other sports are. They just don't get as many fans, things like that. So, and also, they need to, yeah. and they need to have a lot more players on their team. So, their stadiums aren't as big as football or baseball stadiums. They play a lot more players than basketball teams. So, the combination of those kind of two things just results in less revenue and less less payment for players. I also feel like hockey is not as uh, as like widely broadcasted as let's say football because football every week is on like Fox, ABC, 
CBS, NBC, like all four of those channels are pretty much widely available in a majority of households around the country. And right. even and even if there's like blackouts, you can still watch like a team. You can still watch football in some capacity. Whereas like for the Caps, for example, a lot of the games are on Masson, which is pretty much That's a, not true. Is it not the on Masson? Don't play on Masson. They're on. Do they uh, not play on Masson. Yes. No, no. The Sorry. Nationals are the only team in the in DC that plays on Masson. Misspoke. Yep. They play. No, they're on NBCSN. Um, To be honest, hockey's pretty easy to access no matter where you are in the unit in the United States for at least a hometown team. That's uh, one thing that hockey is pretty good at. There's not very many blackouts and you can pretty much get NBC. NBC does most of the teams, you know, like they have NBC sports, Washington, like Chicago, New York, all these different NBC and sports um, bars will outlets. always have the hockey game going on uh, during. Yeah. yeah. So it's like not like it's going to be lower visibility, like let's say MLS or something, where you chance to go to a sports bar and it's not on. You'll always have hockey on with like whatever basketball game is going on at the same mm-hmm. time. Yeah. I mean, hockey's easy, but like it's just not as many people are interested in hockey as other sports, which is a bummer. But yeah. Well, it's a good thing. But I think Stan, interest is building in hockey much more than it'll ever mm-hmm. build for MLS. MLS is well, just kind yeah. of in that kind of like uh, why would I, I mean hockey is definitely Europe. Like it's definitely a power four, but I would say it's number four in the power four without a doubt. Agreed. Yep. Um, compared yeah. to the others. Yeah. So definitely. Yeah. So they and play... I don't think they're ever really gonna make a run for <laughs> not being the fourth one, but that's okay. And I think also the MLS gets a rep for where, like, the old, like, broken down players are to say it like that. But, like, they come from Europe and they're kind of past their prime. And then they go back in the MLS and, like, start playing. Like, you know, Rooney and, like, other players like that. They just, like, play in the MLS, get paid still, maybe have a DUI or two. I'm sorry. (laughs) But, yeah, that's just kind of like – it's just lower level of competition. Mm -hmm. The MLS is kind of like the Japanese baseball, the Nippon Baseball League. Uh, for baseball, like I the older that, guys yeah. that are kind of on the way out, go over there and play, and then they kind of usually retire from there. Yeah, with other sports like um, basketball, well, basketball might have the international leagues, but I don't think players yeah. really migrate that much. And football doesn't have they anything. Do some. They, they, well, the, some of the NFL guys go to the Canadian Football League. Yeah, but that's like if they don't play well, and then right. like I mean, that's good enough like, for the it, NFL. But it's not that's like old people... players for the NFL go to the CFL. That never happens. They uh, just retire. True. I mean, most old players just retire in the MLB. Mm-hmm. But some of them do go over to Japan to try and make their careers a little bit longer. But you'd say for like, um, you could also have some middle-aged players in MLB go over to Japan yeah. and like yeah. try their I luck. Mean, yeah. It's not as much because, like, the middle age and younger guys usually just go to the minors because teams still see an investment in those guys. The older guys, there's no investment if you're not able to make it to the MLB. So no team is going to sign you. <laughs> well, all right. Well, let's well let's dial it back and go into a little more of the details of the uh, <laughs> of the uh, of the hockey season and coming back. So with the CBA extension for the next about six years, uh, a couple call outs here. There is a flat salary cap for next season. It's about $81.5 million, and it will not go up until revenues reach at least $4.8 billion. And this is from The Athletic, from ESPN, from all the uh, sports journalists around. One question I do want to bring up is we have a restricted free agent and a guy by the name of Jonas Siegenthaler. 
Do you all think we should keep him? Nick, you have been quiet. So let me let me get your opinion on this. <laughs> Nick fell back asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um Siegenthaler, should they keep him? Uh, probably. I I don't say that with any joy because the guy is so god awful, but he's also really young. He's like what, twenty three years old. Um he still has a lot of time to really de- to develop and get better. He he's not hit his stride or his you know or his developmental peak yet. So I don't think they should just give up on him. Um, I, I think they probably should keep him, and I don't think they're going to have any trouble keeping him. I don't think money's going to be an issue here because he's young, and I don't think just anyone not else that is good. Keep him. Yeah, so I think they have no reason not to keep him. Um, he's going to be cheap. He's young and he's still developing. But you know, do they need to look for other options at the defensive position? Absolutely, yes, they do. Um, they need to discuss whether or not Brendan Dillon should be re-signed for a significant extension. You know, they gave up a uh, what was it, a second or a third round pick to go get him, and he is a top line guy. So they need to think about keeping him. Um, and they need to look at other ways to shore up the, the defensive line. But, you know, I don't think Siegenthaler is one that they should get rid of. I actually think the opposite, um, just because it feels like the game hasn't really slowed down for Siegenthaler at all. And it doesn't make sense to keep him up in, uh, I won't quote the majors, uh, for now. And I'd rather just, like, put that money into a bigger contract for Bren Dillon. Chris, what do you think? Uh, I mean, I think I think that he might hit the open market and then they'll re-sign him like they've done a lot with uh, restricted free agents. Like they let their restriction time up and then they re-sign him just because it's cheaper. So, uh, I mean, I think they'll eventually re-sign him. It's just going to like, it's going to take them a while. Like I think they did something similar with Dimitri Orlov a couple years back. Um, well, Dimitri Orlov, wasn't he the trade and then yeah. they got him back anyway. Yeah. yeah. So I I think that something like that's probably going to happen with Siegenthaler. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. Maybe they will just extend him, but I doubt it. If they haven't res- if they haven't extended him by now, I don't think he's going to get an extension. Speaking of teams, other players, most teams also don't like going for restricted guys. <laughs> yeah, no, There's some other guy that's like not that gr- that hasn't shown like a lot of promise. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, definitely. It seems like it seems like 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 Nick said, he's he's a young guy. He's got he's got time to develop. They can get him for cheap. Uh, he'll he'll I think he'll I think he'll grow and he'll be a part of the team in some capacity, like whether it be like second line, third line. But he definitely has a lot of time yeah. uh, to go. Hopefully hopefully he improves. But in addition to this, we do time. have some other players uh, up for extensions. Uh, Rocco Gouda, Sprayton Holpe, and Brendan Dillon, who we just mentioned. So these guys are all up for extensions. Let's do like a – let's do like a – like would you sign or do you cut? So let's sign with – or rather sign or release. So let's start with Gouda's. Would you sign him, or would you extend him, or would you release him? I'd release him. Release him. Yeah. So I think, I think the experiments failed, and I think uh, you keep Siegenthaler, who's young and still has some room to develop. Gudis at the age of thirty, I don't think he's really going to contribute 
in a way where we can at least replace that on the o- open market side. So I'd, I'd get rid yeah. of them. I'd get so, rid of both Siegenthaler and Goodis. They're just, they've think... shown they've been terrible. Yeah. I, I I think all three of these guys are probably going to be released. Um, Brendan Dillon, I don't know if he wants to stay with the Caps. He liked being with the Sharks a lot before he came over here. Um, so I think that he's just going to go back to the Sharks, to be honest. Um, I think that's very Bre- possible that we see all three of them gone. And we've yeah, already talked about Holby, Holby to an extent. Yeah. Hope We've you. already talked about his whole situation. Um, he was he was then, he was the hero of the Caps. He's one of the heroes of the Caps World Cup. Run. Yeah, but he still has Stanley a few Cup years run. to be a hero for another team. <laughs> and then Radko Gudis might be a similar situation as Siegenthaler, where like they're probably going to let him go to the open market, um, but they might resign him towards the end if they can't find anybody else to replace him. Yeah, I think uh, I think our defense is going to look very, very different next year. Um, yeah. Other most than the top cap- two, right? Three other, guys, than, obviously. other than John Carlson and because right. we've already extended Carlson for yeah, and Dmitry Orlov is extended for a while, and I'm blanking on who else. But it, you know, there are a couple piece guys that are going to be here, but I think for the most part, our defense is going to look radically different next year because it's. You're, I think you're risking losing Holby would, with cap issues and uh, yeah. and everything else has been a disaster. I definitely Michael, give an offer Michael. to Dylan and just be like, but keep in mind that we do have that looming uh, Ovechkin contract that's going to toll over, so we have to keep some money for an extension for him. I think, Michael uh, Kempney I is the, the other defenseman that you're thinking right. of. Right. Yep. Um, um, I don't think guys. they're going to keep Holby. I don't think so either. Um yeah, other than that, like the bottom two and then Brendan Dillon. Um, like Nick is Nick Jensen up for um I don't, uh, I don't know. I think he might have one year is. left, but that was a disaster of a contract. He's a four year ten million contract. Ooh, that's a that's a disaster. He's got four more years. I think they're gonna try yeah. and get out of that if they can. Yeah, four year ten mil contract. He is on Christ. his first year. So it'll be twenty. It'll be thirty-two or th- sorry, thirty-three when he's a free agent. We've already. I don't know how much money. that's guaranteed, but they might be able to just eat that and try and get out of that deal. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if they try to eat it. Looking at the contract, it's. You wouldn't eat the whole thing, but if they can eat like ten percent of it, I, like, I don't know how. Um, I don't see the guarantees on here, so I'm not entirely sure. How they could get out of it, but it's ten mil cool. guaranteed. Well, that's a disaster. Yep, you're right. Ten mil guaranteed. Yep. They're stuck yeah, I mean they, they can't, I mean, they they can't might, really get out of them. They might well no, they'll probably keep it, yeah. In that case, Radko Gudis is all but a hundred percent gone then, I think. Um just because they've got a couple of defensemen coming up through the great line grapevine and, and Including Martin Fehevari. Fe- I, I I just I just looked at that link you sent me earlier. It is Martin Fehervari. 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 So him and McMichael were though they're on yeah. the roster. You don't see either of them playing. I don't think either one's going to play this postseason now. Um. Yeah. But no, I don't think so. I think it would take a miracle to get. Um, McMichael on the ice. It would take guys like it would take like our whole second 
uh, our whole second line of offensive skill. You know, TJ Oshie, yeah. Nick Backstrom. It would take the, like the three offense, of them getting hurt. The offense is pretty strong, I think, for the Capitals. Um, if either one of them was to play, it would definitely be Martin. Favorite. <laughs> Not even going to try saying <laughs> Um He'll be the one. He's older anyways, so. Um, I don't know if he has any. I don't think he has any games with the team yet, but that would still be but a he, tall he's order. He's older, but he's ask. also like just 20 years old. Yeah, but that'd still be a tall order to ask a guy for his first ever NHL game um, to be in the playoffs. I don't know. That, that'd be quite favorite the task. you'd argue there's no been... pressure on him because he's just like, he doesn't. He shouldn't even be knowing what he's doing right now. If you just I mean, put him yeah, out there to I'd get experience. That's a shit ton of pressure, though. I don't know. Favorite—he's been in the regular season for six games, and he sure. has one assist. Nice. <laughs> well, I think he's a, well. I think he's a defensive-minded. Yeah, he's a. If I remember correctly. Okay. Like he's and not our, like John Carlson, who is who's a, a lot top of scorer. Yeah. He's more for like defensive. you know, Dmitry Orlov, or if you all remember Brooks Orpik. You know? Football. The name change is pretty much top of everyone's mind. Uh, Charles Robinson, a longtime Yahoo reporter, says that he that he heard the Skins was gonna we're gonna change the name in the next twenty four hours. As of this record, as of us recording this right now, the name is not officially changed. It's just been announced that they are retiring the name and the logo, uh, and no new name has been selected as of yet. Let's do a, let's do a quick lightning round: the colors, the mascot, the brand. And the name. Redskins. So, uh, wait, wait, wait. Before we start the lightning round, I had a question. So, going back to Canton, are they going to change all of the Redskin, like, just words of the Redskin there and, like, just change it to whatever the new team name would be? Normally, normally they just keep the old logo on, like, Canton's, like, Hall of Fame stuff like that. So, I imagine they just keep all this stuff because the guys did play for the team and it was a team. Yeah, so they're not going to just change because they played for the Redskins, not whatever the new name is. They're calling it a retirement of the name, not a uh, you know yeah. erase and completely destroy everything that has to do with it. There, I think people will still talk about it. People are still going to wear jerseys and hats, and mm-hmm. people are still going to. Some people might still call it the Redskins, but you know, yeah, I, I don't. I think they're just. Going forward, it's just we're gonna yeah. call them. Yeah, you don't, you don't, you don't want to destroy the entire history of the team just after. Yeah, it's like, just after it's Dan Snyder like, took over. It's kind of like the you know the Oilers. Like we still refer to those guys as players for the the Oilers yeah. and all the franchise um, records. The um, you know all the uh, all the great players from the Redskins history will still have the mm-hmm. franchise. Marks, yeah. records, and memories, but you know, franchise yeah. remains. It's just you know, different name. Yeah, now it's going to be known as like the Redskins slash new name franchise. Yeah, it's like it's like the Expos and Nationals. Yeah, franchise. same franchise. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Okay, moving on to your lightning round, Brown. All right. So the Redskins did, or the team now formally known as the Redskins, uh, they reported that they <laughs> want to keep the same colors. But does that restrict the names that they can use? No, no, no. Everybody has. Uh, everybody that's an idiot around here has bought Redskins memorabilia over the last twenty years, and has since seen that memorabilia been tarnished by 
that awful team environment that has destroyed player careers. But needless to say, you're going to have old jerseys of Redskins players still going to the stadium. And I think you need to at least maintain the colors uh, in order to integrate a little bit more easily with the current fan base. And, you know, I, I don't think this restricts the names. In fact, I think one of the top names I think the colors would be perfect for, and we'll get into that. But take away gold, keep silver. Lightning round. <laughs> so the so the second part of this, the team now formerly known as the Redskins have never had an official mascot. Chief Z was technically a fan mascot. Does the rebrand and the new name mean that we could potentially see a new mascot? Or yes. Or is Dan Snyder too cheap to pay for a, a mascot costume? I thought you were going to say Dan Snyder himself is going to become the mascot. If He'll my, step in the owner's box if, and a dick on a costume and run around the field. If my middle school could afford a mascot costume, I think the Redskins <laughs> probably can too. Yeah, but um, it'll be like interesting. Like if it's like the Federals, I expect like a U.S. president or something like that. It's like when you get to the weirder names, it's like hard to figure out how they would have a mascot or if they would hire like an outside agency like the uh flyers did with gritty and maybe we can have like a gritty like mascot i 100 percent expect the skit the not whatever the new team name is the if, if they're if they're named the federals to just borrow like the presidents that the nats use for the president's race and just want to stick them in, in fedex field <laughs> i'm actually surprised we haven't seen more of that um of teams sharing that because I know Screech goes to uh, the Verizon Center sometimes, and he goes everywhere, vice versa. And the Capitol is. I don't think he goes to the Redskins Stadium because well, nobody wants to go to Maryland. Yeah, yeah. goddamn in Maryland, you'd have to take the metro, then walk a mile <laughs> in a mascot. Could you imagine costume? Screech taking the metro? <laughs> He'd probably get friggin' stabbed. <laughs> Jesus, this isn't, this isn't the New York City subway system. No, it's just London. Me, me, me. All right. Anyway, the third question of the lightning round. Execs. This isn't much of a lightning round. No, this is like a very slow. Li- I figured this would be the case. I knew as soon as I put lightning round on there, it was not going to be a lightning round. <laughs> Execs and CMOs like have expressed that. You need at least an 18-month grace period for a brand change. So with that in mind, do you all think that the Reds that the Redskins are moving too quick with retire with retiring the name and uh moving into a new name? They can retire the name and be like Washington Football Club or something and then just take like a year figure out That's what weird to me. that name they want to choose and then just choose. it's just like it's just a year. It's like a blip in history. And Still. honestly, if we don't even have a full season, then it's all power for it. It's going to take a long time, I think, for a new name and branding and jersey to really take full effect. I think you're going to see the consequences of this decision uh, a year down the road and probably longer. I don't think it's something you can do a couple weeks out of training camp, but they're going to try. Um you know, yeah, it's just hard to like 
all the when decision all the... making and the planning, like the logo, the uniforms, everything, while Dan Snyder's in God knows where, Ron Rivera's a head coach, he really shouldn't be doing all of this, and Kyle Smith's just really the talent evaluator. Like there's no one like to head this off like a Bruce Allen kind of role. Yeah. Well there's no you know, this wasn't a decision that was coming for a long time. This is a decision that they that Snyder felt he had no choice but to make and you know, with that comes no grace period, you know. So yeah, this isn't this isn't a traditional. They're gonna have to they're gonna have to push something out, and uh, I actually don't think they should do the F- Washington Football Club for a year or two and then pick a new name because you're essentially changing the name twice over the course of a year or two. I think they need to just pick, stick with it. Um, I think you could see repercussions of the branding a little bit down the road, like a new Jersey. Um, but they're going to have some, they're going to have some no brand generic red and yellow Jersey this year is my guess. And that sucks for the, that sucks for the players. Well, they can't have them now for training camp because they already received their old Redskins gear. Um, just I think they're like going to have, today. I think they're going to use those jerseys and just put tape over Redskins and that's going to be, it's going to be an embarrassment, but I think that's what they're going to do because they have no other choice. To that effect, the I team mean, has been an embarrassment. Can, they can probably sure. turn out new new gear for them like pretty quickly, I imagine, um, within Maybe. a week or so. I don't know about that. Out. They they they're gonna have to work overtime, but hey, you know. I mean, for, I think it's possible. I don't see I it possible. taking more than a week to get like the signage and like more permanent stuff. Sure, that's gonna take a little bit longer. But like the equipment and all that stuff, I don't think that'll take more than like a week or so. But every day that the deter it's lost revenue for the NFL because they're no longer selling Redskin stuff and the major retailers. So, yeah, so that's what, like they well I'm like like they might not start selling like fan bot stuff, but like stuff for the players. I imagine they will at least yeah. have gear for the team uh, within a week or so. Um, for that one week, it is going to be like kind of weird. They're probably going to still be wearing the Redskins stuff. Um, but who knows? Maybe they are delaying this de- decision to allow them some extra time. To no, the delays for because the I, names under trademark. I understand like that, but also like they might like they're saying it's something to do with the trademark, but maybe like you never know. But even but even then, it, like just like just like the logistics of it. So hypothetically, you go through the name change here. Snyder steps up at the podium, gets a little boost because he's like five two, and he announces steps on an encyclopedia or two, a phone yeah, book, maybe. phone book, and he announces the name change, whatever the name is, and then from there you have to have, you know, uh, change all your social media handles to reflect the new name, which is an easy job. That's and you easy. have, you know, you have graphic designers, you know, hammering out the logo and sending that across. That that takes a little bit of time. Then you have the wow. That I imagine they've already done. Well, they could honestly still be working on it. I think they're they're still working on it. They're not going to unveil a new team name if there's not a new new team logo. That's just straight up. Um, (laughs) You underestimate the incompetency behind this organization. If we look at the the Rams going from St. Louis to L.A., they pretty much used the same logo going from St. Louis to L.A. for that one or two years. But then they made, created a new logo. Which I think the Redskins are going to do something similar. They're going to have like just a pretty 
mediocre logo and things like that. Um, and then in a year or two, we're going to see a, a logo change and things like that that are going to be more permanent. Kind of an offshoot tangent, but isn't it weird they spent so much time making the logo and like everyone hated it once it came out for the yeah. Rams? Yeah. It's pretty terrible. Yeah, not great. Hopefully the same thing mm. doesn't happen to the Redskins. Hopefully the brand equity of the new name doesn't you know, take a nosedive because of the performance of the team, but... Let's see. That equity doesn't exist as it is. There's no goodwill, man. Well, the equity is at zero, and now it's got to build. So, yeah. all right. And my last yeah. question, which I'm pretty sure is going to, is I'm going to expect one answer from all three of you. I'd be shocked if one lightning of you, round. I'd be shocked if one of you says yes. Yes, in this in this lightning round. Our ten minute lightning round. Will Dan Snyder take fan votes into account, like Abe Poland did? No. Abe Poland, the ex-Wizards yes. owner? Yep. Oh, okay. Because he took fan votes into account when changing the name from the Bullets. Um, and Did the some Wizards of the names... actually come up with – were the Wizards actually the yep. fans' choice? Yep. Oh, my God. No, some of the other choices were Dragons, Sea, Wolves, Ooh. or something. There's that, some weird that just names. Proves that the fans don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Exactly. I mean, would Red Wolves would show up in our search. Would that yeah, be a choice? I'm – I'm drinking the Kool-Aid on Red Bulls. Yep, that is, for those of you that are out of the loop on this, the number one fan-chosen name that's been going around on social media is the Red Wolves. Well, to jump back to the Snyder question, would he actually take fan votes into account? Uh, I'll answer it with this. There's a Twitter parody account called Dan Snyder Cares, and I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that that is a hell of a parody. Dan Snyder does not care. He does not care one bit am, about anyone else's opinion but his own. You could see that in the announcement, too. He named the sponsors like twice before the fans. There, there's yep. no fan. He doesn't, he doesn't give, a, give a fuck about the no, fans. He says he's a fan, and therefore he doesn't listen to other fan opinions. Oh, I, am, yep. I am on the Dan Snyder Cares Twitter account. One of one of the tweets. Whatever happens with the name, who anyone who challenges the new trademark on the basis of the class forty one description of entertainment services in the form of professional football games will have quite a case. Tough to call anything around here entertainment or professional. True and fair. I'm gonna have to follow. Moving on. Moving on. Well, so what? All right, but let's talk about arguments for arguments against. You know, what side are you on? Are you are? Would you be cool if the Red Wolves came out as the name or? Are you just completely want to dead that name and do something different? I love this name. I don't know why. You're finding out that Nick is a closet furry as we speak. (laughs) You know what? I've contradicted myself a million times over about this goddamn name change, and I've gone all over the place, but I do like the Red Wolves idea. Um, Some of the branding (laughs) on the internet has been really cool. Some people have actually – designed some pretty modern looking logos that I think would fit in really well. You could use the burgundy and gold colors. Um, and you know, I don't know. I just, I look at other things like red, uh, like Seahawks, like a Seahawk isn't even a thing, but a red wolf is a thing. And I'm thinking about like, you know, like howls if they score a touchdown being blasted in the stadium, I think that'd be kind of cool. Um, 
So I don't know. I don't mind it. I can, which means they're not going to pick it. I already know Rahul is seething because I know his opinion on this. <laughs> I think it's a stupid. Like I think it's a cool like looking name, and you can fill in the uniform, and you can have really cool logos for it. I just like find like the fan like appreciation of that name is like way over hype that I kind of like am pushing for the other other direction of them not even picking anything close to Red Wolves. Like fans are talking about like howling after a touchdown or like watching a game and then just like John Allen even was just like imagine if I got a sack and I got and I, like you could howl on a sack or something. I was like. It's so like cringy. <laughs> it's like it reminds me of the Las Vegas Knights, like that display they okay. had on ice before they get their butt kicked by the Capitals like, <laughs> for being an amazing team and not having a cringy ass logo and presentation. Like I just want something that makes sense with like the landscape, like DC and stuff like that. And Red Wolves, sure, they're the actual animal, the endangered species that it is, its range goes up to Virginia, but it's like more of like a south east kind of animal, a native to those kind of areas. I want something that encompasses DC more. It was also a military group, but either way, like I don't think they're gonna do like have a spectacle at the beginning of the game like the uh Vegas Golden Knights did. But I think no, no, like no having... NFL team really does that. It's like I know. NH- also that's like that's not even really an NHL thing, by the way. Also, <laughs> Vegas, just Vegas thing. Also, that's some pretty of these, much a Vegas Golden Knights thing. Some of these, some of these cheesy things that you're talking about are just are they're an ingrained part of 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 sports culture. When 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 JMU had yeah. a yeah. a first Vegas half, is not they're a new team. That was a new no, thing. Listen to me. When JMU had their first downs. Everyone going uh, first down, J M U Dukes, and they did like yeah, the yeah, it, dude, and that's, that's a normal thing. Yeah, dude, honestly, that looks a little weird to me. E- and here's the thing, though, I love Something the university name and the mascot is weird as opposed to howling after a first down or a touchdown. No, I think they're both is fine. It, is it's it isn't both... isn't anything weirder than than four guys in president's costume running around a baseball diamond? <laughs> no, because you could bet on them, Verona. That legitimizes everything. Or, or when the Caps score a goal, they yell C A P S Caps. Or Yeah, that's no. just saying the name. Like Rahul, I or it's the Nats. It's like W O L V E S Wolves. Yeah. That's fine. I'm fine with that. That's okay. But howling, so it's just go, weird. You want them to go W O L V E S. First of all, that's just yeah. a lot of a lot of letters. Second, no, yeah, no, I'm not calling five letters. Whatsoever. Second, awful. second, like, second rule. Wait, did you say it's like five God. letters? Six, six, six. I'm correcting myself. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like howling is fine. Like teens do stuff like that. Like. Other teams do it. Yeah, no, but like um, you, you agree with me. Like some other traditions that teams have, like the Chiefs tomahawk chop kind of bullshit is that stupid. That one's different. Is it That's different? Like, is it that okay, much different? Howling for like a three second interval is different than going, oh. And then the scoreboard howling too. Oh, and then like it's just. You want to like get away from those traditions and just be like, you know, we're a normal yeah, like, but fan base of some sort. A, whole ass song about hailing to the Redskins and fighting on all caps wasn't 
Is it weird to you? No, it's weird. No, I it's, hate that song. That thing's okay. been there for 80 years. Right. You can so even change it. Okay, and even and, 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 and even and even at the beginning of them, you know, singing that song, even then there was probably a Rahul in the 1930s who had the same opinion. Oh, them singing this song. This is weird. I never see this catching on. And now all of a sudden it's ingrained in the team. Well, back then they were doing more racist stuff like Whistling Dixie and stuff like that. So I don't know <laughs> if the song is the one thing I'd be like, oh, wow, this is weird. No matter what they do, they're going to have something to do with the team that name that they do. Like if it's the Red Wolves or not, they're going to they're going to have some kind of cheer that has to do with the team name. It's, they're not going to just spell out the team. Oh, like this the, capitals, the, caps. the Capitals. Okay, is rock the red. Hello. And also C A P S. That's a very easy, easy thing to do. And the Capitals do rock the red. red. Amazing. Look, wow, we've done it. Also, burr, 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 let's go Caps. Like that's also yeah. like that's also easy to do. You can't do yeah, let's like, go wolves. You you could do let's you go can. wolves. You you could do but that. But also, I'm saying the rock the red thing. Yeah, also they're rock gonna the red. have something like that for the wolves that they do. Like I whether think it's a, I, I, whether it's a wolf howl or not, they're gonna have something like I, that. I feel like um, sports. I just most imagine like, having a nightmare scenario of like grown men or, with like here. fur hats and like furry shit. You remember, on you and remember, like, you no. both remember Fred Fred Smoot. I'm sure. Every time yeah. he made a big play, the whole crowd would go smooth. You don't think they w- won't do something like that for the team? Like I for think a Smoot only got Smoot only got cheered for it on the sex boat. I don't yeah, think that's true. Ever the love boat. There. <laughs> also, also, Rahul, what makes you think that this automatically means that they're gonna be that they're just gonna become furries and furries are gonna show up to the game? Like, where? Why is your head going all the way over there? Really? Is that such a jump in imagination from what Redskins fans why are, do? Why are, why are, why are, bang- why are, why are, why are, why are, for years for wearing headgear and like dumb shit like that when the team was, was awful. But why? We've done that racist stuff. But also, like, is it that much of a jump to think that fans will just show up in fursuits and this is like, show up in if, they, if they haven't done it for the Panthers, for the Bengals, yeah. if they haven't done it for any of these teams, why would they do it for the Red Wolves? Because they, this fan base is fucking ruined. True, that the they've been mentally broken. The Raiders who come in like full on battle gear. But other than that, like we don't see like we don't see the Ravens put it on feathers. You know, we'd see the Bears putting on bear suits. Oh, that's a thing. So that's so that's more likely to be a furry thing than Red Wolves. <laughs> no, but that's a thing now. So why is, is it such a stretch to think of the red like people doing that for the Red Wolves? Has, what the hell is bear this? I've never even because, heard of the because have you they, seen fans in bear suits because they are because they are literally called the Chicago Bears. The the new team name is not the Washington Furries. It's the Washington Red Wolves. <laughs> as well be that's what it looks like to me. You're insane. <laughs> I just don't. I don't love the Red Wolves name. I'd rather we just go with something uh, else. So well, well, hold on, hold on. Saying, would, if it's an animal, throw it out the window. What, he doesn't. What, what would he no? It's like all animals. What would what would you what go you, with? What, you, what? And this is where I'm going to advocate for something that completely goes against everything you're I've saying, just said. Are saying, you ready for this? Washington no. red pandas. You're what an idiot. <laughs> 
Well, they're unique to the to the zoo. Very, very, and like, just like just, unique to DC. Just like, just like, just like pan, just like actual pandas. You're gonna see all the fans just sit in the stands and do nothing, and just like chew on bamboo <laughs> sticks while they're eating. <laughs> <in their head. laughs> yeah, like yeah, yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> They can sell bamboo stocks at the concession stands. Oh my god! Do you if they if they if they score a touchdown, are you just gonna roll around like a panda in the stands? Like, is that what you want to do with this? Oh my goodness! This guy doesn't want a furry, so he suggests another thing that could well, be a his, furry. His, his, his other infinitely more marketable his, than red his, his, his what oh my you can sell red panda uh plush dolls for your kids you could definitely mask. do the same with red wolves dude and it makes it look goofy red what? pandas are already goofy okay, to begin okay with. also They're popular okay it's already okay but do also, kids even know what red wolves are yes what <laughs> i had to look up what they were i didn't think they were a real thing there's only 40 of them in the wild Okay, that, I can't. Do kids know what browns are? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. The team is brown, therefore the browns. They pay like shit, therefore they're shit. I just don't understand why you're so against it. Alright, hold on, hold on. I think also I'm against it just because it got so popular on Twitter, and they're just like, oh, it's like all these fans, like, fantasizing their this, fetishes this, online this, this is gross this, oh my god all right now this may be another point that i maybe it doesn't make too much sense because because seahawks aren't a real thing but sports are competition competition tends you you want to have you know you know a threat against another threat and you want to project that image with your team logo with your team name like the bears bears can be threatening you have you know uh, the the cowboys. So cowboys, explain to me. Can be explain to me the dolphins. Is it because they rape people? Is this where we want to go with it? No. What? I, what? That is. Well, I don't know where your logic is going with that. Yeah. <laughs> Have you never heard about that? No, I know that, but I don't know. Like, but how are dolphins threatening, or how do they like project like this strong image of rivalry? They don't need it. There's, so there's, that's why a red panda is okay. Red pandas is died. Like. All right. Okay, let's move on. All right, yeah, let's let's just all right, let's just let's just move on before I before I blow my brains out. All right, <laughs> I gave three people an aneurysm, but yeah. the red panda name. Your other, I your will, other, well, 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 I well, your other red panda is the one you want. We, that is. the Washington Zoo has one of the few red pandas okay, in captivity. But like, it's unique to DC. The panda is the you want to be known as the pandas, the red pandas. Come on, man. It's better than the previous name, man. Yeah, but like, you could call yourself the shit birds, and it'd still be a better name. No. Plus, the shows are deeply uh, a trusting relationship with the Chinese government. But anyways, uh, moving on. All right, moving on. Your other argument against it is Dan Snyder's a dickhead, which is... Uh, that wasn't my is, argument. Nick put that in. All right, well, that's not really an argument against. That's just a universal fact. All right, moving Maybe in. Maybe we can be the Washington all right, dickheads. Well, let's, let's, let's round the bases, slide into D.C. baseball. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> We have a 26-man starting roster for the 2020 season, and we're seeing a fifth starter battle here between Austin Voth and Eric Fetty. Austin Voth. Austin Voth and Eric Fetty. Who do you all think? Eric Fetty? 
gets that fifth spot? <laughs> Voth or Fetty? Uh, probably Fetty, Fetty, since he was pretty successful last time. I think they'll keep oh, both in the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be Fetty that starts. Um, but they could trade him in and out. Who knows? Um, knowing Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg, one of them will probably get injured at some point. So I'm sure one of those guys will slide in at some point. But Oh, God, you're using the baseball puns too? What? I didn't even realize it did. See, it seeped into your subconscious. Yeah. You're just using it now because Rune is doing it. It's true. All right, so we have an extra... If you With an extra man on the roster, who are you putting in there? Are you putting a utility guy in, a pitcher? Who are you putting into that extra man Extra man on the roster? A pitcher. Pitcher? Pitcher, yeah. Nick? That'd be... Um, yeah, I'd put in the pitcher that we drafted last year. Um we, who was that? I'm already blanking. So one thing I wanted to ask Rutledge. Rutledge. Yeah, Rutledge. Uh, I doubt that they put him on the 20. Don't think him. I think it'll be just some reliever. I don't even know if he's on the 40 man, to be honest. Oh, what um, about uh, Aaron Barrett? I think it's, I think it's, well, we just heard Wander Suero is, just hit the IL. Like just now I saw a message and also Rowanis Elias is also hitting the IL. Mm. Um, so there's actually going to be three slots that they're going to have to fill. Um, so Eric Fetty, technically not on the 25 man roster. I assume he'll be there or 26 man roster. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you, and is, I is it worrying that we only have Corbin and Doolittle as lefties, lefty pitchers, or would we yeah, be better but, off with uh, another reliever as a lefty? Well, um, Rowena Elias is also a lefty. Um, yeah, but are we going to see him make the roster? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be on the roster. He's just injured right now. Uh, I don't know exactly what injury injury he has or how long he's going to be on the on the IL. I thought he but had for the three guys that'll probably replace, I I imagine it'll be Eric Fetty, Aaron Barrett, and probably Andrew Stevenson. Maybe I I'm not really sure about the the last slot um, that I'll fill for the for the injured Ryan Aselius and Wander Suero. There's a there's a lot of pitchers that are basically the same thing in my mind of capability. Maybe they'll bring in James Bork. He's uh, a younger guy. Um, maybe we, they might give an opportunity. Yeah, Elias didn't even show up to camp yet. Maybe we and they just yeah. put him on IL. Maybe we buy uh, Otani out of his contract. Uh, IL, sorry, from the Angels. We signed him. Um, we yeah we there's a small chance we'll see Bork because he was only in one game last year. Um, he wasn't that great in AAA, though, so they might give him some more time to develop down in AAA. It was really good in AA, though. Um, it's hard to say, though. There's a bunch of guys kind of like that that are circling the top 26. Um, yeah. We might see some Jake Knoll, who is uh, my Cinderella swan- Cinderella story guy. Uh, Does he have a good story going into the like MLB? Uh, I mean, he's just, he, he's a good guy and like, he's just, he's been in the system for a pretty long amount of time and he wasn't supposed to be that good. Um, and he's kind of worked his way up. So I like seeing him do well. He was with the team a little bit, um, last season when Trey Turner was injured. Uh, I want to see him, uh, 
I want to see him step it up a little more and maybe get some third base play in time. Yeah, yeah. I feel that so way maybe, about it. Maybe they bring in Jake Knoll while those two guys are injured. That might be the other Who one. Bring in? It's there's a lot of different options that they could to fill in that 26th guy. Yeah, I mean, right now Jake Knoll's uh, stats aren't great. He's batting 167. So yeah, but he looks just like Ryan Zimmerman. <laughs> yeah. So that's why we should bring him in because he looks exactly like Ryan Zimmerman. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're doing in camp. They're training against him, like they're pretending he's Ryan Zimmerman. <laughs> they have, they have, they have him and Zimmerman doing like mirror exercises. <laughs> you're like, wow, Zimmerman, you're really off today. He's like, my name's not Zim. He's he's he didn't do great with the team last year. Again, he was only with them for eight games, so like you know, there's that. But he did do pretty well down AAA, hitting 285. So, um, with a solid on base percentage and slugging as well. So, I mean, and he's, maybe we'll see him again. And he's got a dope beard. I want that beard. <laughs> just to add on, just to add on to that. All right, but but there is a, a bit of a, a bit of a snag that could that is probably going to be a problem in the season. And this is not just for the Nats. This is around the league. Is players opting out, players quarantining themselves, players potentially testing positive uh, for the coronavirus. Uh, Three of our three, three pretty big pieces of our team, uh, Juan Soto, Victor Robles and Howie Kendrick have not returned to training camp. Uh, I believe the uh, story circulating around is that Soto and Robles were both exposed to someone Mm -hmm. with, uh, with uh, COVID and they're just, cautioning themselves and staying away from Nats Park as to not potentially spread it if they do test positive. Howie, I'm not sure of his story. It might be the same. Um, but when does this start to become an issue? Because we are we are already seeing it with the NBA. Like it's you have to be in tight bubbles. They have limit who they can meet, who limit who they can see, and uh limit how they're able to go about their 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 season. Like <laughs> When is this going to become an issue for baseball? Or can the MLB put in precautions, or rather put in even more precautions than they already have, to prevent an outbreak of some sort? So, I mean, they are doing the testing for these guys. Um, they're still doing all that. The fact that they haven't gone to Nats Park doesn't necessarily mean that like they're not quarantining, not being safe, and that sort of thing. So I imagine as soon as they've tested negative and whatnot, they'll be back with the team, and they've taken like their two weeks or whatever since they were exposed quarantining. Um, Juan Soto, if you're asking like what it could potentially mean for them coming back, Juan Soto and Victor Robles, I don't think will have a lot of issue. Um, Howie Kendrick is the only one because he's just an older guy. It's going to take him longer to get ramped up. But I imagine all three are doing their own personal workouts. They're just not with the team yet. So I just hope, just in general, that they haven't gotten particularly bad cases of COVID. As I've known, we've heard over the news and everywhere that the side effects from it have been potentially like super harmful for like months on end. And especially with like Vaughn Miller. Oh, you reference back. He had still like breathing issues, and he's like one of the top like one percent athletes out there. So if he's having issues, and like other players are having bad cases, um, it could it will definitely impact their playing uh ability in the short run. But who knows what could happen in the long run? But Von Miller sounds okay right now, and he's doing workouts at high speed. So maybe it's just kind of like it has short term effects with a few long ones, but the long cases are isolated. 
Mm-hmm. I think Von Miller has uh, asthma. I think that might have something to do with it too. Because mm-hmm. I know people that have had it who, you know, they were maybe out of commission for a day and then they woke up the next morning and they felt fine and that was it. So it, it, it's just different for everybody. And yeah. I don't know. It, I, I think it's, you know, they just got to keep doing the testing like Chris mentioned. I think Juan Soto held back because he came into contact with one of the two guys who did test positive, and I don't ever think they released the names of those two guys. They did not. Um, yeah. Um, Which makes me think league. that Victor Robles and Howard Kendrick might be the two guys that had it. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Soto came in that contact. That would make a lot of sense that Juan Soto would come in contact with Victor Robles simply because they're from yeah. the same area of the world. Yeah, it totally could be. Um, yeah, so that's what I think happened. You can never be positive, but I think both they those guys had it, and now they're just quarantining um, for the two weeks and trying to text, test negative. So has it been confirmed that Soto is, at Soto and Robles are in the United States, or are they both still in DR? I imagine they're in the U.S. by now. Okay. It would be weird if they were still over there. Um trying to quarantine in the dr like if they had it they probably just moved them to the u.s either way and they were they've been self-quarantining in the u.s uh, i hope but i don't think it's confirmed where they are yeah do they even let, let you fly if you like they know that you have it i don't even know about oh that. if you if you if you have it they're not letting you fly there's no way yeah like yeah well Juan soto never had it and then i guess well maybe victor robles had it but we're not positive, um, but I'm fairly certain that and they they didn't know until the testing started for it. So I imagine the testing was held in the United States, not in the DR. Yeah, way. makes sense. OK, I think that wraps up baseball. All right, let's let's end it. What do you say we touched home or touched them all? I would say we did. And now let's drive to the basket and talk about basketball. Uh-huh. I was waiting oh, to see God. what you would do here, and that was even worse than I thought it would be. What did, what, what, what did you think I was going to do? It's like, let's travel to basketball. Or like something dumb. Travel, uh, travel. travel, travel. I was thinking about, but uh, that's let's okay. bounce on over to basketball. <laughs> or, uh, let's shoot for basketball. It's a slam. This is a slam dunk topic. This, 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 uh, oh man. Nick has no comments for uh, this hideous. Anyway. <laughs> So in basketball, the Wizards have actually been out of the media spotlight for the past few seasons to no one's surprise. Um, Charles Barkley says he can't name anyone else on the Wizards other than Bradley Beal and Sean Wall. Um, And even the name change from the Bullets to the Wizards took about two years. Um, And very few stars are playing for the Wizards currently in this upcoming shortened season. Bradley Beal's injured. John Wall is... Maybe retired, maybe not. And uh, Davis Bertans, he's out um, with a contract issue. It's just the Wizards are just. I, I can't. I can't really. I can't really express anything positive about this upcoming NBA season for the Wizards, just because it's even in the bubble, like, and with a lot of their star players out, like it's a it's a tough rebranding issue, I think, for the Wizards because. They haven't been talked about in like the mainstream NBA conversation. And it's just, and you know, they are rebuilding. They are trying to build, they are trying to get the pieces together to uh, go on a run and become uh, championship contenders again. 
And I think they can do it. I mean, the Milwaukee Bucks did it uh, with signing Giannis and building building the team around him. So I think it's extremely possible for the Wizards to do this again. Maybe not with John Wall. Maybe they focus more on Bradley Beal, or maybe they bring in someone else that they build the team around. But I think it is extremely possible for the Wizards to get that to rebrand in a positive manner back into the championship picture. What do you all think? Where did we hear John Wall retiring? I didn't hear about. Well, that. I mean, we haven't seen. Him I was, I was, I was, I was joking. That was, that was, that was, that was a joke. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't seen him playing because he's been out, injured, and just gotcha. variety of issues. Yeah. So, Twasa, 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 Jess, that didn't land. That's okay. No, it did not land. I think um, what Charles Barkley said is stupid because there are. He a was lot also of teams- joking. That probably also well, didn't land. There are a lot of jokes. There are a lot of teams where I couldn't even name one guy. Like, I mean, you could name RJ Barrett on the Knicks only because he was the draft pick. But other than that, I don't know who the hell's on the Knicks. I don't know who's on the Charlotte Bobcats. I don't know who's on the Phoenix Suns. Um, you know, so I think Bradley Beal and John Wall are probably both. Uh, a year or two ago, they would have both been in the top twenty conversation. Let me, let me, players. let me, let me tell you how much Nick doesn't know about the Bobcats. The he fact that the Bobcats, Bobcats not Hornets are no longer the Bobcats, and they've been the Hornets yeah. since twenty fourteen. My guy, that says it all. <laughs> and you know what, Michael Jordan, greatest player of all time, awful GM, awful. Great Wizards player though, topic. apparently. Apparently this topic was not a slam dunk for for uh, Nick. It was more of an air ball. Mm-hmm. And even more so in that he thinks Michael Jordan is the GM of the team, when in fact he's the majority owner of the team. And the GM of the team is a guy by the name of Mitch Kupchik. Yeah, that's bullshit. Michael Jordan's a real GM. <laughs> <laughs> he's pulling the strings. Oh, man. No, but, um, just talking. I like we've got a real Dan Snyder situation on our hands. The, Michael Jordan, the I new put Dan in Snyder. A blitz to Wizards name, took two years just to show in relation to the Redskins' current name search. And it's like they took two names because the GM at the time said they didn't have a name in mind. So they literally searched for two years and ended up with a fan poll where the Wizards was. Gain the most popular, and I'm like, screw it. Let's do the Wizards. Let's rename from the Bullets to the Wizards. Um, other than that, for the media relevancy, like, the really only, the biggest reason to watch the Wizards in this, like, coronavirus shortened season is to watch, like, Rui Hachimura, and maybe you want to see if Admiral Schofield can finally make it up in the majors, but there isn't much past Hachimura for why you would want to watch the Wizards play. And it's just kind of like disheartening to see that because, well, obviously you've mentioned why uh, our other stars can't play, but still, if we could just see Beal play, I like I would definitely watch these games. But now I, I just I don't even really like want to watch whatever's left of the season with the empty stands and whatever. Even win the storm sport, sports starved world. I, I mean, I, I mean, at this point, just go on YouTube and watch marble racing. Hell yeah! Going back, going back to my previous point, when Michael Jordan bought the minority stake <sighs> in the uh, Hornets at the time, um, he was named the uh, 
they had some stupid title, but essentially president of basketball operations. So he was the GM for many years. And then in 2018, he named this puppet guy to be the GM. But we all know who the real GM is. Do former players always make bad GMs and bad? Always former good players always make bad GMs. But John Elway usually won a Super bad Bowl, coaches. Nick. Yeah, but that's a fluke. But think about <laughs> Think about some of the greatest of all time who have gone on to be coaches and who have gone on to be GMs. Mike Singletary with the 49ers. Um, uh, Ron Rivera made a Super Bowl. Uh, the but great he was a one, good player. The well, great he was one. on the team. Shut up. Okay, fine. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky with the uh, – uh, he played uh, – who was he the coach of? Phoenix? He was awful as a coach. Um it always is like the backup quarterbacks and the backup players like Ron Rivera and fucking Gary Kubiak that go on to do good things. Kellen Moore? As oh yeah, Kellen Moore. I think Kellen Moore could be that guy. He might be the next one. But yeah, it's always like some nobody that just becomes a good coach. The the greatest players they they've never made good coaches or GMs. Which is Something, John Elway winning a Super Bowl is which is really something that people talk about there. Sorry, actually, no, Varun, you go on. I've been cutting out people this whole time. It's it's interesting that players can't make good coaches, considering I mean they could pass on a lot of what they know, like to future players. Like Gretzky not being a good hockey coach kind of blows my mind because Gretzky is the best to ever play the game, or maybe it's because Gretzky had some insurmountable talent and skills that you just can't teach another player. That's what it is. Yeah. And like what I've heard on that is just like, how do you like those like good players? It's like, why don't you just do what I did to score like a million goals? It's like, you can't coach that. You were just that talented. Like you knew what to do because you've like watched hours of tape. You can't teach someone to watch hours of tape and like just have that inborn talent. Yeah. Well, could could Michael Jordan coach LeBron James into becoming the next Michael Jordan or no? No. No. LeBron is who he is and I don't think Jordan would change anything at this point in his career. LeBron James. Rahul is showing us the only basketball player he knows. No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> All right, guys. Well, oh, um, sorry. Before we wrap up, uh, what I wanted to put in uh, was that Bradley Beal. Uh, it was announced that he's actually going to join A Rod and his wife, uh, J Lo, for ownership of the Mets. Like they're going to try they're and buy the to. Mets. Yeah, as an investment group. Join with Demarco Murray, which is not a name I expected to see. And. Uh, and uh, Barstool, yeah, Barstool president Dave Portnoy is also part of this group. So just like a, is just like a, this, this is this is just like a weird uh, collection of people. Like there's a there's an HBO show I'm watching called Doom Patrol, and it's just like a weird collection of people. It's like a superhero team. This is what that feels like, but in the sports world, just this, just a bunch of different personalities coming together for one singular purpose, and it's extremely weird to me. Just because a lot of them come from different worlds. But maybe I'm reading into it too much. Either way, let's wrap things up. Thank you guys for joining the DC Sports Bay and Chess this week. My name is Varun. Been your host and moderator. Joined as always by Nick Rahul and Chris, three of the best sports analysts around. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, like us on Facebook. We will have that information for you all in the description of the episode. Thank you all again for listening and hope to see you next week. Go Red Pandas. <laughs>